Hey, and welcome back to another episode of your Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. What's up, fam? I'm Jasmine, and as always, I'm here with my sister, Stacy. Stacy, say what's up. Hello, everybody. We are your Black Zen team. Exactly. And this week, we are talking about how to effectively prioritize your time. But before we get there, for those who don't know, we do this work because we truly want to make meditation accessible and relatable to as many different people as possible. And any change starts with us first. And so as soon as we start to get better as individuals, as soon as we start to make better and more thoughtful choices, it inevitably affects how we are in our communities. We get better, our communities get better. Mm-hmm. And when everybody thrives, everybody's happy. Exactly. <laughs> we selfishly want everyone to be happy. Yes. Because when you're happy, <laughs> you make my day better. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's so funny because every now and again we'll get the question, why do you guys do this? Oh, because we want to help people. But why? No, but really, why? <laughs> no, because I want to help people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a what's for, in it for you Correct. kind of question or connotation in mm-hmm. there in that you know what the answer is really i want to help you so that if you're better then how you affect everyone around you is better exactly and then exactly. everyone starts to be nicer more compassionate and more empathetic mm-hmm. everybody's happy everybody right. wins and everyone can find joy right and operate from there oh imagine a joyful society when people operate <laughs> from joy and operate from love and operate from thoughtfulness there's such a difference in the choices you make absolutely so we notice that in our own lives and then we were like how come nobody talks about exactly. this and, and then so, is, if we can get people on that same joy train yeah imagine what we can do oh man so that's why we do what we do for those looking for the selfish reasons because we want to be around other people who are joyful and happy yes girl i couldn't have said it better myself with that said, let's jump into this week's topic. We had a question from last week, though. Oh, we did. Okay, so as you know, we will do one question or one note that came from last week's wellness, which was all about how to tell if you are just burnt out or if you just need some more motivation. Is it burned or burnt? I think it's burnt out. <laughs> burnt, burnt implies that it's already happened. You're okay. at the end. Got it. Yes. So it definitely feels like burnt. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> it doesn't sure. feel like burnt. It feels like no, burnt. No, no, your edges are crisp. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, uh, we love it when you guys email us at info at blackzen.co with your questions and your comments. Somebody actually gave a really great comment this week that I thought was really helpful and I wanted to share it with the family. We were talking about motivation and if it's that we just need to find motivation and how do we do that and where how do we use that when it comes to trying to re-energize ourselves when it comes to our goals and the things that we're doing. And someone actually shared an article with us from Nerd Fitness that I thought was really we great. We love when people share articles. Yes, I love that because <laughs> it is a real dialogue. And yeah. and the comment was, uh, the, the article on Nerd Fitness was all about how motivation, while it's great, it's kind of a fickle friend. Yes. Right? Because it doesn't last as long as it needs to to get us through the end goal. Exactly. That's the deal. And the, and the truth is the motivation is really just a spark of you knowing that something has to change, but it doesn't necessarily carry you all the way through the amount of time or effort that it takes to actually change or do something or become re-energized. So, the solution to that which uh this article posed and I thought it was really great is when you have the motivation to change or to do something different, Use that motivation to create structures and systems for yourself so that for that hour that you're motivated or that day or two that you're like hot to try and you're like, I'm going to do this. Great. <laughs> and a great example of that in day-to-day life is instead of using, like, for, if I want to lose weight, I'm not going to use my motivation to go, oh, I should go run. Instead of going out and running and exercising in that moment, mm-hmm. I'm going to set up a schedule. I'm going to sign up for a class that meets 
all the time. Exactly. Men, you know what I mean? So, so you're creating a you're system creating for yourself. infrastructure in the motivation moment mm-hmm. versus doing the thing that you're motivated to do. Exactly. So exactly. I thought that was great. I thought it was and brilliant. I, think it's, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. And so. I think it's a plan that's sustainable mm-hmm. and that's something that's going to probably carry you through the finish line more so than just that initial spark. Well, right. Because then you're always relying on feeling like that. And the yeah. truth is it changes. Oh yeah. I will not feel like running every day. Exactly. <laughs> so then how do you set up something for yourself exactly. to make sure that you've already put in place what you were motivated to start when you had that flash in the pan of momentum. Exactly. So I thought it was great, and that I wanted to share good. that. We had another good, well, it wasn't a question, but it was mm-hmm. like, you guys mentioned in the podcast that there are articles dedicated to motivation and how to find motivation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't see it on your website. No, you did not, because it was in the weekly wellness. <laughs> <laughs> so to get the articles that we are talking about, you have to sign up for the weekly wellness. Mm-hmm. Get it in your inbox every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Exactly. So you know what we're talking about. And you can and go you back can, and you, you read it on your time, exactly. on your own time, and you figure out what you need to take from each of those articles to create the life that you want to live. And I've been nice. I'll send you the, re- I'll send it to you. She's still in a good mood. Still, so I was going to say. But take advantage. I, <laughs> I keep saying it's not going to last long. I keep waiting for it to short out, but. So far, she's still in there. She's still willing to send it to you. So if but, you. If but you, sign up so I don't have to. Exactly. And you can sign up on our website at blackzen.co. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's right in the center section after the articles. Mm-hmm. Sign up. Get in your inbox. You'll have it Monday morning, 9 a.m. PST. PST. Mm-hmm. Every single time. Exactly. So. Exactly. On to this week's topic. Well, and it's a kind of a, it's, it ended up being a part two of sorts. Okay. Because the, you know, if we were talking about how to figure out whether or not you just need a break, if you need mm-hmm. to reevaluate your goals and see if you still connect to them, or if you just need more momentum and more motivation to finish what you started. Mm-hmm. So the next step is then saying, okay, well, if I'm burnt out, I clearly have too much on my plate. How do I decide what to take off my plate? Yeah. That was really what this week is about, Mm -hmm. which is, I call it the stop article. Yeah. Meaning we're so quick to fill up our calendar with do's Mm -hmm. and with just tasks. Yes. It's a lot of tasks. There's no space in our (laughs) schedule. And that's why we always feel like we're always running. And so a part of it was saying, okay, we'll stop for a second. It's okay to have space. It's okay to have free time. (laughs) Unstructured free time. That's okay. Uh, and then the second piece was, well, obviously, you know, we can't go through life without ever going to the grocery store, or washing our clothes or getting groceries or getting the kids out of the house or whatever. We get that. So then it was about, OK, well, how do you effectively prioritize what you put on your plate to make sure that what you're doing with your time, your energy and your motivation and your momentum is actually spent on things that bring you joy, things that you value. energize you, things you value. Mm-hmm. Is your time being spent on things that you value? Exactly. So we have included some great articles in this week's wellness. One of them was all about mental minimalism, oh, I love that which one. I love. And, um, you know, people always talk about minimalism when it comes to a space, right, in terms of cleaning out your house or clearing out your closet or cleaning out the car. But what happens when we actually do that mentally for ourselves and we clear out all the junk that does not serve us or need to be there or that takes up a necessary space? And I thought it was really great. And, and the way so, they said in the article, in hmm, one of the articles I read, yeah. it was, Tearing thoughts down to only the essentials. Mm, explain you know? that. Because so it's like I could think about what happened last week that I didn't like. Someone said something mm-hmm. that's still with me. I had something mm. happened at work that didn't sit right. Right. I'm thinking about that two weeks. Do I need to be thinking about that? Right. How it's is that cluttering helping? cluttering my mind. Mm-hmm. It is clutter. It is not essential. Yeah. To remember these old things. Yes. And it's not serving you. If that's what you're using your space for, that means you're not leaving any room for joy, for peace, for thoughtfulness. 
for free time. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep coming back to free time. We because are. That's the one that seems to be elusive. I think so. For a lot of people, I think so. As, as we but... start adulting, I think that becomes more and more something that we really have to intentionally hold on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing that was mentioned in that article that I wanted to mention that I thought was great is that the whole idea of mental minimalism was to find clarity about what your primary goals are and then eliminate tasks that aren't helping you reach them. You have an example? For instance, if my primary if one of my primary goals is to create a joyful home, then I need to eliminate anything in the home that or anything anything about our conversations, anything about what we watch on television, what we listen to on the radio, how we converse with each other that then challenges or doesn't help us reach the goal of creating a joyful home. Yeah. So you're not going to come home and start arguing. Exactly. Or nagging. Exactly. <laughs> because like that, that's not that, joyful. That doesn't, that doesn't serve the goal. If my primary goal is to have a joyful home. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and that's just one example. But I thought that there was something really simplistic and very doable about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I can see why that would be difficult sometimes. You come home, I say the dishes aren't done. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, Look, I just came home. Why are there still dishes in the sink? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could talk about that and go off for 15 minutes about the dishes in the sink. Or I'll take a pause, create the joy space, and mm-hmm. then have a conversation, sit you down. Look, I said I want these dishes washed. Right. <laughs> or or I can or I can sit with you and say, part of what, what part of what's exciting for me to come home is when I come home and as I'm sitting down taking a rest and you're washing the dishes, we're talking about all the fun stuff that happened in our day or the things that brought us joy. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, she'd be a good mom. Oh. <laughs> but this way, I still, nice. I still don't let you off the hook. You still have a responsibility, but it also means that it's not... It doesn't affect the joy in the home. Correct. It doesn't affect... And also, it doesn't negatively affect your mood when something's not done exactly. when it should have been. Exactly. Because so. we're going to just use that time for something else. I'm going to sit <laughs> down and relax that. my feet. I'm going to do my Rosa Parks moment. I'm going to watch you wash the dishes. Correct. Like you were supposed to have done before I got home. Correct. <laughs> And we're just going to talk and we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a there's a way to reframe all those sort of nagging or annoying moments in life. And I think the more we understand what our primary goals are, the more we know what to eliminate or take off our plate mm-hmm. in terms of uh, mental energy or physical energy or attitude that we have about them. Yeah. I yeah. like it. The other one that I included in there, because I know that people love to-do lists, or at least I do. I have 9,000 <laughs> lists. You guys, for, I'm, for anyone who's heard us for a long time knows that Jasmine is a Post-it hoarder. Oh my god, I love there them. Is always a post-it somewhere on her phone. Because I don't want to forget. In her house somewhere on her door, <laughs> somewhere. I've never not seen a post-it. In That's your, probably in, in true. Your space. That's probably true. Does that bring you joy? It does bring me joy <laughs> because then I don't have to hold it. I don't have to hold it mentally because I'm like, nope. I already accounted for that. I know when I'm going to do it. It's sitting on my desk. It's on a post-it. All right. That's okay. the beauty of I it. Like it. And there's something very like. Bring about eerily satisfying <laughs> about crossing it off the list. Okay. If I've done an extra task that was not on the post-it, am I the person who writes it on the post-it just so I can cross it off? Oh yes. my god, that's a problem. Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> that's, that's a line step. That's, that's I'm not it saying far. it's normal. I'm not saying you all should do it. I'm just saying I know what brings me joy is to cross things off my list. Well, I do like the idea that when you write it down on a post-it, it's no longer in your mind. Correct. I don't have and to hold it anymore. And that's going back to our idea of mental minimalism, uh-huh. meaning I don't need to hold it in my head because it's already somewhere else. Exactly. It's getting taken care of. Because then you have time and a free mind to think about something else. So you see how, you you see, know, you see how my see. little crazy brain works. I see how I it's see. It's not conventional, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I put in there uh, for people who love a list or who just need a place to start in terms of figuring out how do you even figure out what your primary goals are 
we actually put in an article in this week's wellness that was looking at 12 different categories of your life. And it gives you an entire systematic way of how to go through each of these categories to figure out where you are currently on that spectrum mm-hmm. and things that you want to improve upon. And that way you know what to take off your list and what to put on your list based off of what you actually are doing in the moment and what brings you joy about each of those 12 categories. And can I just say, just because I have to plug this, if meditation is not on that list somewhere, think about it. Hmm. Think about it. Yeah. Because what's funny, you talk about mental minimalism. Yeah. That is the fastest way to get there. Oh, I totally agree To clear agree with the that. thoughts that do not need to be there. I totally agree. Clear the agree. irritations out of the headspace so that you can do other things. I totally agree so, with that. I absolutely agree with that. Put that on your post-it. Right. People. Put it on your post-it. <laughs> Maybe you... start with that on your post-it and then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then see what else comes up after that. Well, the other the other thing is I think I didn't realize why I was so satisfied when I crossed something off the list until I read another article that we didn't end up including in this week's You read wellness. a lot of articles. I did. Well, because I love <laughs> this topic is something I really do think about a lot. We have a lot on our plate. And so I'm yeah. always constantly trying to figure out how do we create space for joy and for free time and for, for peacefulness. With and for, all these other things right, going on. Right. Mm-hmm. We still, we, I mean, we're, we're modern women. We have, we live busy lives. And so how do we do that in a way that feels livable and enjoyable? Mm-hmm. And so one of the articles that I didn't include, but I wanted to mention, it talked about how satisfying it is to complete a task. Because so many times we feel overwhelmed and we feel like we're always running because we're constantly in the middle of a project, in mm-hmm. the middle of a process. So nothing ever feels finished. So even when you relax, it doesn't feel relaxing because you're thinking about the nine other things you were supposed to be doing that day. Yeah. So there's something about prioritizing what to get done. And then the second piece of that is it is far more satisfying to cross something off the list or to complete a task or a goal than it is to have nine unfinished projects. Oh, yeah. Right? Just yeah. emotionally, mentally, the way we feel when we know we're done with something. And something of the brain, too. When it's satisfied in that way, it's more inclined to complete other tasks. Correct. Because it wants that feeling again. Exactly. So I get It that. sets you up for success. Decide what's important and finish one thing at a time. Yeah. And all of the energy that you put on the half projects, if you just put 110% energy on the one project. No, I get it. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's easier to move through the list. Oh, completely. Yeah. Completely. And then that feeling of satisfaction allows you the opportunity to feel like now you can rest mm. because you actually gained momentum, you gained energy, and you completed a goal. Yeah. It's satisfying on mm-hmm. a lot of levels. So I thought that was really I'm picking cool. picking up what you're putting down. You see it? You see it? <laughs> the other one we put in there, and I think this is something that... How many articles did we put in this we week? Well, we, okay, well, here's, this is, this is my sneaky version of getting more in there than I normally do. So I actually included three links okay. in the body of the, the weekly wellness, but at the bottom two for those images, I only chose the top two articles. Okay. So there are three in there, but there are only two that have the links for the images. But if you actually are reading the weekly wellness, there are three links. Feel free. Yep, exactly. Okay. Feel free to read them all. So... The first one that we made sure we highlighted was mental minimalism because we both fell in love with that article for lots of reasons. Mm -hmm. The second one that we wanted to highlight was getting over this addiction to busyness. Yes. Right? The quote we used today Mm -hmm. was, or this week, was, do not mistake activity with achievement. Mm -hmm. There are some points in time where you're doing a lot. Yep. But the needle's not being moved. Correct. We're spending energy, time, resources, thought mm-hmm. resources, yeah. thought space yes, on doing a bunch of things. A bunch of activities. A bunch of activities that are not either A, moving closer to our goal, or B, they're not even on our value list in terms of the things that we value and care mm-hmm. about. They give us energy when we do them. 
I'm trying to think of some examples of those. Um, you know, for me, like I've learned, it doesn't excite me to have nine errands every day. I have one day where I do all my errands. If it doesn't get done on that one day, it moves <laughs> to the next week. week. <laughs> Seriously, but otherwise, Is that why you never have food in your house. It could be because <laughs> otherwise, I'm doing I'm doing an errand every other day, and it just feels too much. Like between everything else that I got going on, I found for myself the more I can bucket items. Mm-hmm. The more, A, I get a sense of accomplishment when it's finished, but then I can also let myself off the hook because I gave myself from, you know, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday to get it finished. So when you say bucket items, you're saying group things together, like Correct. house chores, grocery shop, yes. regular day-to-day living, set myself up laundry for the week. Yep. in a certain period of time. Correct. I, I like that. Correct. I like the idea of compartmentalizing time mm-hmm. because just like if you have everything scattered around, once you put it in piles... It just feels better. Right. Because right? then you can see it all. And you're like, okay, that's, this is what I have Let's to get done. Let's do this done. pile. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And I just, and I have a day and a, and a set of hours that I tackle that pile. And after that, th- and that's when I like go drop off my shoes to get the soles redone or, <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Or, or like pick up the dry tasks. cleaning, all the, Ugh, all the small tasks. things. Right. Yeah. But then I know that A, I don't have to think about it during the week because I already know I have a plan of when I'm going to get them done. Mm-hmm. I've already designated time, energy, resources, et cetera, to make sure that that's the bucket of time that I use for that. Yeah, and you guys were giving you all the tools that we use and the right. things that help us. I would love to hear because, if you guys have other tools Exactly, that you use. and the goal, yeah. and the reason why we're giving these tools is because at the end of the day, creating the mental space is going to make the difference between your joy and happiness level. Yes. It's not just about getting things off the list and being productive, and it's it's really... it's a lar- There's a larger purpose. There is a larger purpose. Yeah. And I feel like if we can get the basics down in mm-hmm. terms of prioritizing what we do, mm-hmm. we'll have the space for other things. I love that. that, we jo- that I we, love that. I'm that glad that you find, mentioned that. We that. find joy. Yep. In. I'm mm-hmm. glad you mentioned that for sure. Um, and then, so in getting over this uh, addiction of busyness is what the article was called, getting over the addiction of business or something similar to that. <laughs> she mentioned something, and it wasn't even one of the points that she highlighted, but I thought it was great. Let good enough be good enough. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sometimes with type A personalities, and if you're a perfectionist or if yeah. you have a lot on your plate, you feel like everything has to be done at like, A plus plus 110 extra credit experience. It doesn't. There are some things where it's like, let it be enough. It's okay, (laughs) boo. Let it be, let good enough be good enough and move on to the next thing. Okay. And I think sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to do that. I think you should give yourself permission to do that. (laughs) Because what's funny, she says that, you guys, the first thing I thought about was this editing of this podcast. Mm. Jasmine does all the editing for our team, okay? (laughs) And she'll hear one thing in there. Oh, that doesn't sound right. She'll go back in and fix it. It's like, look, you're okay? right. You're right. I have to learn this as well. Did they I, hear the words? They, did we say yeah. what we had to say? You're right. You know? You're right. You just spent another hour getting that little tweak. Was that because worth Because I time? can hear it. I know. I know. I know. Again, but that's an example of letting good enough be good enough. Okay, I think you're right about that. About this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right about that. Uh, the other one was learn to say no. Oh, yeah. People will ask you for lots of things. And it doesn't mean that they're not valid requests. But if you are at capacity, there are two simple little letters strung together that make all the difference. Yeah. No. I did that today. This is oh, so, let I me hear. About this one. But someone, like, some people, people ask me for advice a lot on different things. Or they ask me, oh, hey, can you look at this contract? Can you re- read mm-hmm. this? Um, we have an agreement with this. Can you yeah. check this out? Because that's, you know, that's kind of my business, finance, whatever. But um, it's not that I don't have capacity. It's just not in my value right now. Like I, <laughs> like, I would rather spend my time doing something else. Yes. So the answer is no. The answer is no. Yeah. 
The answer is no. And if and I'm the most, if my grandma would say, I'm the most helpful person I know. Right, right. But sometimes, <laughs> but, but, but you have to put a boundary on your time. Otherwise, yeah. you would just overcommit yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. To things that don't allow you to do what you need to do. Correct. Even if that thing to do is sit around and do nothing. Correct. You know? <laughs> Correct. You if that's what, what I mean? you need in your day in order yeah. to feel like you got to rest, then that means you can't say yes to everything. Yeah. I used that hour and a half that I would have helped somebody with their contract watching yeah. Netflix. And I enjoyed every 90 minutes <laughs> of that time. <laughs> so do I not love be that. afraid to say no. I love that. Uh, prioritize your time. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think for some people, too, if if no feels like it's a stretch for you right now and you're not comfortable saying no flat out, here's another thing I like to use. I would love to help you with this, but right now I've got a lot of other stuff on my plate and I want to make sure I can give it the real attention that it seems like it needs. (laughs) I can't help you on this one, but why don't you try me next time? And if my schedule allows, I'll definitely help out. I like that, right? Jasmine. She always says things in a nice exactly. way. Exactly. So then nobody feels like you brush them off. You don't have to worry about whether or not you've like damaged that relationship by saying no. There's a way to say everything that people can hear it. Yeah. Because that's the thing. People will use your time if you allow it to happen. And not in, and not and not in not an intentional way. way. They're right. not doing this on purpose. They just really respect your opinion. They want your Correct. advice or whatever. But again, Which is flattering, flattering, but it doesn't mean you have to say yes. Because I value my time, there are some things I will have to say no to because I have to... One, recognize that my time is valuable. But you've already now, now you've already gone through your list. You've, cl- you've already gotten clarity about what your primary goals are and what's important to you. So now yeah. when you make choices off the cuff, yeah. they are in line with what those priorities exactly. are. Exactly. Yep. So. You see, it's all Value going back. Your full time, circle. Guys. Full Value circle. Your time. I'll tell you, that, was, <laughs> that happened just today. See? So there you mm-hmm. go. And I'm sure you guys have plenty of, as we're talking, I'm sure there are plenty of examples that have popped up for you were like oh you know what I, I could have said no in that moment or I said yes to this but that wasn't really something I value I was just doing that because I thought I should do it or I wanted to be nice or whatever mm-hmm. and I think those are fine sometimes but if it's at the expense of you feeling like you have some room to breathe in your schedule then you have to weigh really how much how much you're giving mm-hmm. up agreed yeah. yeah so I won't uh, I won't run that topic into the ground but I just thought there were a couple of nuggets that I wanted to point out. And I think, yeah, I think so. And because we value your time, we're going to let you get back to your Monday. Ah, (laughs) I love that. Good segue. Oh, wait, but before before we get to the meditation tip of the week, correct. This is a good one. Yeah. Remove tension from your practice. Yes. Explain what we mean by that. There have been several times where I will go into a meditation. I'm sitting down. I notice my face will crunch. Like there's a face, there's a negative. There's a seriousness to it. It's a seriousness and it's a, a it's, tenseness. It in is. The and it's so funny when I took meditation classes, they were like, relax your face. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, if you notice, just notice your jaw mm-hmm. and your mouth. Yep. Usually that's the first thing to clench. Yep. And then your eyes clench. Mm-hmm. And everything kind of comes in mm-hmm. and just sits and is heavy. Right. Lighten up. Exactly. Lighten up, Bob. Lighten up, Bob. Sorry, that's an old Second <laughs> it, City joke that Jazz and I use way too often. Lighten up. Lighten up. But it's true, though. Just every now and again in your sits, just take a pause and intentionally relax your face yeah intentionally relax your body just said smile on the inside smile on the inside exactly and when you do that you'll notice as soon as you smile on the inside there's a lightness of being and there's a way that you physically feel different as soon as you are intentionally trying to smile from the inside there's something really powerful that happens there when you're when you're in a sit and you notice it so yeah we wanted to bring that to to everyone's attention because i think that's a great tip that they don't normally talk about um, in books that you read and things like that. True, because but, meditation is a very serious practice, and it's but, but it's, it's not, not serious. It's not serious to the point of being joyless. Correct. That's what it is. Correct. Like it's an intentional and focused 
energy, but right. it still should be light. Yes. So that's my challenge to everyone this yeah, week. Yeah. Try to find a lightness in the practice that wasn't there before. Correct. You Correct. know, smile from the inside and see if that changes. Um, right. Just because you how take, you come out of it, and yeah. I feel like again, the, one of the things about being consistent in a meditation practice is going back to a mat where something that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy doing it and you leave feeling better, you're more mm-hmm. inclined to do it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So my from the inside and you'll sit. Exactly. That's the meditation tip of the week. So as usual, if you want to find out more about our organization, more about why we do what we do, if you want to read some articles that we already have online, we update our, our website every two weeks with new articles. So mm-hmm. definitely check that out. Um, we also have a beginner's guide to meditation. All that's on the website, blackzen.co. Check it out. And if you have any questions on this week's wellness or you have comments that you want to share, we welcome those. We love it. It is a two-way conversation, fam. So email us at info at blackzen.co. And other than that, have a great week, and we will catch you next Monday.